lot of the times when I plan on doing an entry, what it usually is for is for something that has either uh, come up in, say, watching things that you might have seen a thousand times or watching new things, even though they might be old. You know, I've said on numerous occasions, I can't get to every film or television show just like you can't. As you, the listener, knows, I try to do things, if you're a frequent listener, I try to jump around a lot between new things and old things. I've said that in posts before as well. So when it comes to the things I choose to do entries about, it's usually on three basis. One, I've either seen it before and for some reason I decided to watch it again. Um, just because, you know, boredom, let's watch something that we know is good, something that we enjoy watching. Two, it's something that I haven't seen yet, and whether it's new or old, it's something that I could easily speak about, because it'll be for the channel, and, and in and of itself, be an entry that I can discuss. And number three is usually because it's something that maybe I don't stop and say, okay, I have to watch this film now, even though maybe I've seen it before. But also, I need to show my wife because if I sit there and I name a movie and she's never seen it and I think it's either tremendously good or it's an absolute bombshell that needs to be discussed and she needs to watch it in order to see it. Like, I'm not talking bombshell like on the level of what The Room is. And if you don't know what The Room is, look up that film. And then after you look up The Room, look up Disaster Artist and... That's the kind of thing that I have exposed my wife to. Like, she saw the disaster artist coming out, and she's like, what's this about? And I'm like, oh, it's about The Room. She's like, what's The Room? Oh, I guess I'm going to watch The Room. So, (laughs) right now, what I want to talk about is a film called Suburban Commando. But before I do that, let's take a little step back in history. Not too far back. Just to the 80s. For those who are big wrestling fans, just as I was many years ago, we all know who Hulk Hogan is. Actually, you know what? I'm going to take that back. I don't even think you need to be a wrestling fan to know who Hulk Hogan is. Like, he's been a household name you know, since the early 80s. So now, being that he was a big-time uh, wrestler in various um, different organizations, he was also slowly breaking into the film industry which is what a lot of you know wrestlers have done over the course of time it was it didn't it started with him i don't even i don't even think it started with him i started with somebody else but he was one of the main ones that kind of made it big and made it where they can actually do something as a career choice after wrestling in hollywood and the film world so the first thing he does is rocky three anybody who's watched the rocky films knows that hulk hogan's in there his character's name is Thunderlips, <laughs> and he's only in like five or ten minutes of the film at the very beginning. So that's his first actual starring role in a major film, is Rocky Three. The first time you see him on the big screen is that role. Now, when you go to like, say, his IMDb to kind of look up, you know, oh, what else has he done? He's listed as being an actor in 174 different things. Don't believe that number. When you click into it, you realize it's pretty much every single best of WWF, best of uh, CWA, 
um, the greatest hits of certain wrestlers. There's there's a video called Hulkamania, which is all about him. And I'm guessing his matches. Like it's all there's a lot more wrestling on his chart in IMDb than there is actual acting. I think right after that, the only other thing he's actually in is an animated TV series they tried in like ninety, not ninety, uh, eighty five or eighty six, Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. <laughs> so of course he's gonna play the voice acting of his own character, but besides that, in Rocky, he doesn't do anything in movies for a very long time. He does a couple of walk on um, uh, cameos and TV shows like The A Team. And the Love Boat. But other than that, it's all WrestleMania. It's all best ofs. It's all wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. Until you get to 90... Oh, I'm sorry. 91 isn't his first role. His first actual role is something called No Holds Bar in 1989. Which is a film that's kind of a wrestling... It's almost like the first Ready to Rumble style. Where his character's name is Rip. And then he re- he's in, like, this wrestling organization that pins him against another dude for, like, a money prize or something. It's it's extremely ran- It's an extremely random wrestling film from the late uh, 80s, and Hulk Hogan is the main actor in that. But still, that's still a scene about wrestling in a way. When you get away from the wrestling and you kind of see his first leading role in something that has, like, nothing to do with uh, wrestling in and of itself, we get to 1991. That film is called Suburban Commando. For those of us who have not been exposed to Suburban Commando, let me explain it for you. This film stars Hulk Hogan, It also stars Christopher Lloyd, Sherry Duvall, Larry Miller, and a couple of other people you might recognize when you watch it or if you've seen it. People that have been in films, you know, before and after it. But those are the main people that you see on a regular basis throughout the film. So the film is about (laughs) Hulk Hogan is a, a rogue... Well, not even rogue. He fights for this star community, this universal community of people trying to bring justice to the universe that Earth has no idea about, and they have no idea about Earth, and he goes and he stops the the lizard people from taking over his colony... Which is not, again, something that Earth doesn't know about and Earth is not involved in. And so, when f- he goes to fight this, the, these aliens, uh, his ship winds up like malfunctioning and he crashes on Earth. So he's the first one of his, of, of his um, star universe community to discover Earth. And he's trying to understand it, but then again, he's also walking around and he looks human. So I don't get why he, you see this op, this opening scene where he's walking through like Miami and he's just looking at people like they, they look weird, but he doesn't realize that he looks just like them. It just so happens that he's six foot five and has, you know, muscles the size of, you know, pickle jars. So he's in, you know, California or something and 
he doesn't understand the world he's living in, but he understands it enough to know that he like he he runs into this dude who like keeps his dog locked in the car while he's sitting outside and the dog is barking and he's like shut up you mutt and then Hogan's like not on my watch and then he just totally like picks the guy up and like takes his clothes frees the dog and then locks that guy in the car naked <laughs> wearing the dog muzzle it's so dumb and then he's walking around and he's like I have to find a place to live so apparently he's never seen earth before he doesn't know what any of these people are like and he finds what he th- what like a sign that says there's a room for rent. So he understands that. And he grabs the flyer and he goes to the house because he understands how to find addresses. Again, none of this, this is all just happening all within the first 20 minutes of the film. So he, he finds this house. The house is owned by the character played by Christopher Lloyd. His wife is Shelley Duvall and they have two kids. And they're renting out the kind of shed they have in the background to guess, you know, make more money or whatever. So he shows up. He's like, I'm here for the apartment. So I, I mean, they don't explain what his world is like away from Earth, but they put a lot of focus on how he doesn't understand Earth, yet he understands what they mean by apartment for rent and stuff. Like, it's just so bad. And then he's living there. And he's like a soldier, but it's such an over-exaggerated soldier where, like, um, he hears what he thinks is, like, gunfire. And so he runs in there with his galactic laser and he's ready to shoot people. But then the wife is like, no, it's just, it's the TV. And he's like, TV? Like, he's never seen TV before. (laughs) It's so dumb. So let's, we fast forward a little bit. The people he thought he killed, the lizard people, they're not really done. And they're trying to find him. So they send uh, bounty hunters after him. So now these bounty hunters, one of them is played by the Undertaker. And they don't talk. And they get into these huge fights that are just like running through walls but like there's very little special effects it's just the idea that okay i'm gonna pick you up and i'm gonna slam you into the wall so hard and the wall is obviously made of paper and like 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 crumbly like chalk so it's very easy for me to slam you and for it to all shatter into a thousand pieces to give the effect that i'm super strong oh mind you as well he he still wants to get his ship fixed and for some reason his ship there's something on earth that will help his ship and the character of christopher lloyd is eventually tries to help him find it and figure it out so he fights the bounty hunters he beats them he doesn't have to worry about them then the main big bad leader shows up and he's a big lizard creature that wants to kill um hulk hogan for kind of stopping his evil plot to take over the galaxy and Christopher Lloyd helps him in some way, shape, or form get out of that, but it's still really convoluted in the extent that's like, okay, like, this is not, like, this doesn't make any sense when you're watching it. You're literally just watching it because it's Hulk Hogan and you're trying to, like, get the story. And, I mean, you could even say that the story is, it's not even just, like, bad. It's just poorly written and it's just got so many again it's it's early 90s so it's got 90s tropes galore and it's completely and 
utterly not meant to be taken seriously. So go if you've never seen it and this just interests you in watching it, go into it realizing that this is not meant to be taken seriously. However, also realize that we're talking about the very first lead star role for Hulk Hogan. This is the first full-length feature film went into th- went into theaters that people paid money to go see. For those who know this film, you can kind of come to the conclusion that, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> but the selling point isn't the story. The selling point isn't the action. The selling point is that it's Hulk Hogan. Just like, I believe, The Rock's first starring role was The Scorpion King. And, well, no, not even just The Scorpion King. I think I believe The Rock's first starring role was... Um, where he played the Scorpion King in The Mummy. Uh, which Mummy film was that? I want to say it was The Last Mummy with Brendan... No, because The Last Mummy with, Bren... the last mummy with Brendan Fraser was uh, the one with Jet Li. So it must have been The Mummy before that. And he's not even in the film for a long time. He's kind of just in the film for an explanation of the first, like, ten minutes. But then apparently... He's the bad guy of that film, and then a year later, he gets his own spinoff where he's the good guy. So, again, we're talking about these things that just don't make any sense. It's just these launching pads that are meant to launch these big names. Big names in wrestling, like Hulk Hogan. Everybody knows Hulk Hogan. Even if you've never watched wrestling or a day in your life, or if you've never seen this movie, you know Hulk Hogan. And then you see this film, which is his first big screen role, and it's... Bad. It's just so bad, but it's so bad that it's good. And then after this, um, I don't think he gets anything that's a major leading role again. I don't think he does. I mean, he I think he gets a couple of things where he plays like um, the bad guy in some things. Like I know he's the bad guy in a Three Ninjas film. <laughs> I know he's in a film where he's like Santa. And it's like, I think it's called Santa with Muscles. I'm not even 100% certain. But I, that's, the, that's the dumb thing. It's like, it's literally like that bad. And again, I don't think he goes into anything else but like little TV roles. And then eventually he goes back and forth with whether or not he's in wrestling. And then he gets Hogan Knows Best, his like reality show. <laughs> and it's just so, his, his acting career is such an example of, the, the unfortunateness of having that big of a name, but not having, uh, I don't want to say like the acting talent, but just like, yeah, I, I guess I, I guess I will say that. It's just the acting talent he has is just not there to the point where like where The Rock is and The Rock has blown up as a huge star because he has like real acting capabilities, you know, I mean, maybe. Maybe I'm wrong in saying that. Maybe there's people out there that sit there and they look at his films as treasures to the world and fantastic 90s films for generations to look and be inspired by. But truthfully, if you're talking that the first film is Suburban Commando, you can't take that career seriously unless he has something. So, like, The Rock had a bunch of things leading up to what could possibly have been a couple of strings of bad films. When you're starting at the middle of what is a couple of strings of bad films, <laughs> I mean, 
how how is it that this guy was such a big name in the wrestling world and still was for many years after this film came and left our memories but that he just doesn't get like the acting maybe he didn't want to do it I, i've never seen any real documentaries where he talks about it i also never really see anybody ask him like how do you feel about suburban commando and i mean maybe he'll just outright say oh yeah that was the greatest film i've ever done in my life i mean I don't know who would say that. I'm pretty sure Christopher Lloyd doesn't give two shits about Suburban Commando. You know, he's got more than enough fantastic films under his belt. So Suburban Commando is definitely on the lower tier of films he cares about. But for Hulk, that's... It's like all all he has. You know, five of his starring films and Suburban Commando is one of them. And again, if you're listening to this and you saw the name and it just confused you, by all means, take a second... Look this film up, see if you can find it on something, and watch it. You will not regret the the experience this film will give you, because it is definitely an experience. <laughs>